What's up, dude? What's going on? So, it's the All or Nothing show. That Skip is. last week. We, me and Brock, we had a conversation for about an hour. Yeah, it, it was uh, supposed to be shared publicly, mm-hmm. but uh, the computer said, fuck that, we're keeping it on the low. We got canceled, actually. We have so much fire. Yeah, so much fire, we, we got said, just you know kicked what? right off the Too internet. Hot. Yeah. But we're back at you. Um, hopefully, we can dive into a few topics. I had some on the top of my head, um, and I, I didn't even look to see if I had questions, but oh, thank you all if you dropped some. <laughs> That's that's perfect. Yeah, honestly, it might have been a little dry anyway. So, starting it off, you got a marathon coming up. Yeah. How many days out? Five. Five. Five days. Damn. How do you feel? I feel good. I was thinking about it uh, after I saw a bunch of uh, other ten thousand athletes, or just people on Instagram, Mm -hmm. uh, running the New York yesterday. And the LA Marathon was also yesterday. So way bigger cities, but seeing the energy of everybody just getting hype and all yeah. the people along the road and everyone running it. Uh, and honestly, for the most part, you know, you think to yourself, at least I do from not coming from a running background, is I'm like, you know, I'm just I'm just happy to be there. You know, I'm just completing it, but it's not a big deal. My time isn't that great. But then I look at all these people that I'm watching. Everyone's hype. Everyone's proud of them. <laughs> Everyone's having a good time. Everyone's proud of themselves. And I realize their times aren't anything to write home about either. It's not really about what time you put up for the most part unless you actually are trying to be a lead and you're, like, sponsored by Nike or Brooks and, you know, all these companies where you have these obligations to place. If you're just another dude or you're just an athlete on Instagram, just fucking be hyped to, to, to run the race, be excited to do it, to complete it. Yeah. To, to check off, you know, that first marathon or, or maybe this is your fifth or your tenth or whatever. You're just, you know, stacking them up. And they're, they're, they're memories. They're, they're, it's different than just going and running, you know, 18 miles, 10 miles on your own. It's a, a specific day. It's something you're going to remember. It's a good time. You yeah. get a little medal. So uh, I'm really excited for it. I really, you know, I, I feel like I'm playing these. I don't really have nerves, but in my mind, I'm like, I just want to run the whole thing. And not have to like walk any moments of it, but I feel like that's setting the bar so low for myself. Because based off the condition I'm in now and my last 22 mile run, I feel like that's that's cake. You know, I feel like that's easy. And so the bar I've kind of raised for myself now is I'd like to shoot for a sub four and a half hour like marathon. Originally, I just want to do sub five. But based off like times I've been running and hopefully just naturally picking up the pace, I should be able to run sub four and a half. And if I'm really crushing it, I'm really feeling it, and I can turn it up on like the last few miles, maybe I could get close to sub four hour. But I, I feel like a mix of pee breaks and just it being tough, <laughs> I probably uh, won't get there. Yeah. But, uh, dude, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. good about it. Yeah. Good. Yeah, I I definitely agree that like once you're out there – the sense of like being as hard on yourself it's more like a community thing getting out there everybody's just crushing everybody's just trying to finish you know yeah. i'm sure some people out there it's just tough just to finish it whether it's walk or run yeah but uh you know i'm sure deep down though because i know you a little bit more than probably most is that you want to have a respectable time though for yourself i'd like to yeah, yeah. you want to at yeah. least beat what your your average run is on the streets yeah you know yeah projected run i guess of a, yeah. a marathon so you have a number in your head probably like you already mentioned yeah yeah like i'd like to not be just content with average but i also don't have expectations for myself to be like an elite athlete or even after years of training be an elite runner just because i understand this shit takes time but yeah. i do have a standard for myself that i feel like with how much i train the opportunities i have as far as um you know whether it be companies that I'm connected with or supplements that I have or, you know, just working at a gym, I feel like things are a little bit more convenient for me in some factors and to where I feel like I should be that much better, you know? But some of that's just putting extra pressure or standards, you know, just raising the bar on yourself, which I think is a good thing to do. I'd rather be setting the bar too high and just, you know, shoot for the stars, right, and land on the moon rather than, you know, just shooting for the atmosphere. Same yeah. old, same old. Yeah. Oh, uh, just, you know, whatever. Yeah. But uh question I was thinking about, are you doing the 50-mile 
cycle that day. I don't believe so. Because he wanted me to finish out this split this week, and I think the following week, which would be like the third or third week. Are we already in the second week of November? We're in the second week of November. I thought it was supposed to be this coming Saturday. I don't believe so. I have to talk with Ronnie and see. Um, but I know he wanted me to follow the split at least one more week. Okay. And I don't think he wanted me to do like right after the end of the split, just go for it. But maybe. Because I, I, I remember him, maybe I'm just thinking, like him saying I have a few days off of like just cycling, whatever, just getting my legs moving and then going for it. Not just like, all right, do your two-hour ride, and then, all right, we're going for the 50-miler right after that. I don't know. I thought he wanted you to do the 50-miler soon because— 100%. You, uh, I was talking to him yesterday. I think you told him that you wanted to do the 100 before— It needs to be like December. The Christmas banger. Yeah, because I'll be out of town. <laughs> Unless—and I. there's no way I could do it when I got back. So like, even if I went down there uh-huh. to Spartanburg Saturday— there's no way, because I'm sure I'm going to fucking have a few beers, whatever. No. It's going to not be a pretty no. Sunday to do it. Unless I took a day off during the week, which I might need to just do it during the week. Um, Preferably whatever day the weather's the warmest. Yeah. But uh, I do know it's within a week or two. Yeah. Yeah, because I was going to say, because you're only <coughs> essentially only a month away from doing the 100. Yeah. So I'm pretty damn sure. He w- I, I think he wanted you to do the 50 this week. We'll, we'll find out. Yeah. He isn't here right now. We can't speak on his behalf. Yeah. Um. But how are you feeling? Okay. Uh, I I will say, even though we, what did we gain an hour with this shit, mm-hmm. with the time difference? I feel like I'm kind of fucked up, though, because the sun is just going down so fucking quick. So, like, this past yeah. weekend, I'd make it down to the river to work on the house as soon as the sun would be up and we could get out there working. And then it's like, all right, well, it's 3.30, 3.40. Let me cut out of here and make it back to town so I can ride. And it's like, fuck, by the time I make it back, sun is down at like 4.45. Got to get you a light, a little headlight. Well, he finally gave me a, a light for the bike. We didn't give it to me. He let me borrow it, which is like a headlight for yeah. the bike. And uh, I'm going to start using that. But it's like, holy shit, man. I didn't plan for that, so I ended up just hitting the bike both day or the stationary bike yeah. both days, Saturday and Sunday in here. Um. But moving forward, I need to make prioritize more time, whether it's in the morning or during the, whether it's taking. It's tough though with the week. with the uh, the sunrise and sunset change. You know, we'll say, and I'm glad I bought a few weeks ago that headlamp because, you know, if I get out of here any later or like right at 6 p.m. or any later, and I go for like let's say a four mile run, halfway in or by 6:30 the sun's like, you know, setting, and like that last mile or two is it's like dark, you know, and you know, for the most part, I'm running in a neighborhood, the cars see me and all, but it makes everything way safer when I have that headlamp on. And I can, I really notice the cars quickly can spot me and veer away just to make sure everyone's, you know, safe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just for my own sake, seeing what I'm stepping on, especially when sometimes the roads are uneven, you yeah. know, seeing where I'm stepping. And obviously it's a, you know, a deal with cycling too, knowing where the hell you're going. If there's like a stick in the road that could, you know, bump yeah. your wheel or whatever. So, uh, yeah, it's definitely tough, and, you know, with the winter coming, too, I think it's a big deal to just make everything as convenient as possible, so don't give yourself the excuse to kind of, like, back out because of the conditions. Like, I was telling one of my clients um, last week, because she was talking about running, trying to get back into it now that, you know, she's moved to this new house, and she can run basically from her doorsteps. So I was like, that doesn't, like, make it a lot better, and I was saying how... But now that it's colder, a lot of times people don't want to go out 30, 40 degree weather. So then you're just hoping and praying for those days in the 50s. But a lot of times the only time it's 50 degrees, like middle of the day and you're at work. And so you have to just get yourself the clothes. So that's like not an excuse anymore. You Mm -hmm. can't say, oh, I don't have a jacket for running, so I can't go out. Then the only excuse is you just don't want to go out in the cold, which is tough. It's hard. It's uncomfortable. But at least you don't have that as an excuse, you know. Cause it, cause it's a, a legit one at that point. Like if you don't have like running gloves or, you know, if you don't have a pair of gloves, you can wear like when you're cycling, you know, you're going to be red knuckling 20, 20 miles in, or 20 minutes in, mm-hmm. um, to your ride and be like, I can't do this. Or you're like, hands won't, your fingers won't move. Right. So yeah. you have to have that or it's like a valid excuse, but 
But what's not an excuse is not preparing for it. You yeah. Know? 100%. Yeah. 100%. So. Yeah. Because my, my last outdoor ride was pretty chilly. And, yeah, the first, like, 30 minutes, knuckles were frozen. Yeah. Could, we could barely shift gears. Like, it'd be slow, yeah. slow reaction. Yeah. Um, Everything else was fine. Usually just upper body. My legs are always wide open. and Those never mm-hmm. get cold. Isn't that funny? Yeah. Yeah, my legs. I I could probably wear shorts until we get into the 30 degrees and feel fine. Yeah. Uh, But, yeah, it's the upper body that just gets cold quick. Mm -hmm. Especially, like, the the arms, the fingers, hands, nose, that kind of stuff, yeah. Yeah, the nose, yes. That's not good. Snot sickles. Yeah, for real. But uh, I feel okay. Legs are still holding in. Um, It's tired, sore, yeah, but... No, nothing that I'm not expecting, mm-hmm. you know, to be a little bit more sore. I can definitely tell, like, my strength. I think it's just because I haven't let up on strength training or, like, weightlifting. I pretty much train almost every day. I do take one. I took this weekend off. But, uh, you know, weights aren't going up as smooth or as easily as they would. But I'm I'm not, you know, crying about that. I realize there's a give and yeah. take for it. So Yeah, I feel like it's a mixture of... I don't think it's like the act of the endurance training or whatever that like shoots your muscles. No. It's more the extra calories you burn that you don't replace. Or even if you replace them, you're not fueling like as well in that moment, you know? So your body may still be a little bit depleted from like, a, you know, yesterday's cycling or yesterday's run. And so when you go and train that morning, you know, you're still just like a little bit depleted, even if you ate enough, you know? So I feel like yeah. your body is just in a constant state of burning and trying to play catch up and I think that's what it is but I feel the same way like I did uh I kind of wanted to push hard on deadlifts last week because I knew I wasn't going to train legs the day before the marathon and so deadlifts were going to get skipped this week and I knew that last week I had like an easier run so I'd be a little bit fresher for that day and so I did four or five for sets of three and uh it went pretty well I feel like a few weeks before that I'd done the same weight same rep range and it went probably a smidge smoother you know but uh, I was glad to see that the strength is still there, but it's definitely like you're just playing a stagnant game for the most part. Yeah. At least when you're deep into this. Now, if you want to, you know, take a, a month or two to back off on volume, especially relative to where you're at, if you work up to a high point and then back off, you can probably get your strength to kind of go back and even gain some muscle. And even if I took off like running for like two months, I'm sure I could get back to my 500 pound deadlift pretty quickly just because I built that base. But it is, a, you know, a state of you just have to recognize, like, they're not going to move at the same speed that they would if you solely focus on that. So Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's a tough battle. But yeah. the recovery is good. Your bo- I feel like body the body adapts so quick. I you feel have, like, like I've gotten used weeks. to it. Yeah. I mean, again, I mean, I have some aches and pains, but it is what it is. <clears throat> I'm, I thought I'd feel more wrecked than I do. Yeah. Honestly. I honestly think cycling has helped my legs recover. And I was just talking to I Justin so. yeah. yesterday because I was on the stationary uh, for a bit. And he was like, dude, what do you think about the bike? I was like, dude, honestly, I think it's kept my legs in some of the best shape they've ever been. Mm-hmm. Uh, recovery. I mean, I still beat the weights up as hard as I can. And um, I'm never like, oh, shit, man, my knees, my yeah. this or that. Just like yeah. normal, moving it. Yeah. People always ask, like, or, you know, there's that. I feel like misconception with running that it's going to be, or any sport, but definitely running because the impact that you're going to beat up your knees or hips or this and that. But for the most part, you know, I think it's helped that I've had that like strength training base. My mm-hmm. joints and then bones are like, you know, strong, but it's all like, it's all about your form. Yeah. Just like anything, just like people talk about deadlifts. If you, if you, if you're not maxing out all the time, you have good form, you should, you should be able to deadlift into your eighties, you know, mm-hmm. but it's, it's when you have bad form, you slip up, you're constantly going heavy, your CNS is fried, you know, you're not paying attention to the details, that's where you hurt yourself, and same deal with running, if you're, you know, hill striking and striding too far, or, you know, doing whatever kind of stuff, going too fast on downhills, yeah. you know, um, but, yeah, another thing I was thinking about, me and Ronnie were chatting a little bit about, uh, we were talking about you, we love you, sure. but, uh, <laughs> was, he asked if I thought... Or something like this. He asked if you you were going to continue cycling after the 100-miler. And I was telling him, I was like, I don't know for sure, but I was like, if he doesn't set, I think, a new goal around, like, the time of, like, completing it, like, within the few weeks before, the few weeks after, I feel like it'll be hard for you 
to have that fire to continue and not let that thing collect dust yeah. back here. Yeah. yeah. I've thought about that. Yeah. And he didn't he's asked me, I think, vaguely, but <laughs> I've thought about that because I remember finishing the DLB summer shredding yeah. and I was like, Man, I need to pick something immediately. If I don't, I'm just gonna get back into the same old rut of just coming in, lifting some weights, but not really pushing myself. You know, no structure. And uh, I realized now that I dive into this or been diving into the cycling so heavy that not to be like, oh, I, was, I might as well, but it kind of is that way. Once I do the 100, might as well do a competition, something that's actually regulated, you yeah. know, whether it be a shorter race but for time or, or a distance thing. Mm -hmm. I don't, probably something for distance because that's what I've been training for. I haven't really been training for, like, output, output. I really enjoy distance, yeah. and I feel like you – do you really enjoy just fucking going far the same? I feel like it's for us. It's just because we feel like we can make up for the uh, lack of speed or power with our like mind or toughness or mm -hmm. will willpower. I think that's where we we a like to use our strength that way, but also that's where we like to just kind of take things out in, like, deep water, you know? That's exactly it, because the other, or at least my last longest ride, Mank was bothering me, like, 10 miles in, and, you know, it was chilly, blah, 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 and as I was getting out to my halfway point, I was just thinking, I was like, man, I love, like, the, not pain, I love, like, the, the stress of, like, Getting out there and knowing that I, I've said this many a time, getting out there and knowing I have to go back. Like, there's no like yeah. calling it out. There's no like, oh, I'm going to get off on this lap. This like, we're going around the laps. I can just, oh, I'm just done now. Yeah. It's, there's, you're not done. Yeah, until there's you make no, it there's no uh, pickup call. Yeah. Right? Like, hey, come pick me up. You're not mm -hmm. done until you make it back. And yeah. there's something about that that I really dig because I'm, you know, forcing through pain, forcing through like, do I want to be out there early when it's cold or mm -hmm. don't want to be like, my ankles bother me, whatever. I'm just going to do what I got to do. And I just, I, I guess deep down, I also know that it's, it's almost building me up like m bigger than most people think. And even what I think, because I want to be, I just want to be tough. Like if, a, if, if a goal, whether it's with gym flow or financially, obviously I'm always trying to get tougher with that. Cause a lot of shit happens financially with mm -hmm. business, but it's like, I want to be fucking just bulletproof as, as I can be. And I think doing this mentally is I can just shrug shit off easily. Yeah. I think the mental benefits make it, uh, just so worth it. Yeah. You know, and I don't yeah. know how to describe it. I don't know. Like, I, I wish there was a way I could relate it word wise to like explain. Well, so what I'll, I feel I'll when pull, I'm uh, and I'm using this in a future Instagram reel because okay. my last one did well. But it was basically it was a, a podcast with uh, Cameron Haynes. He was on Joe Rogan's show again recently. And he basically said that he loves getting outside 4 a.m. running because that hard decision of getting out of bed that early, getting your ass out of bed, getting out there doing something hard, it makes you feel like you've already made the hardest decision of the day and you've won. You've won yeah. that day. And then... The thing about it, though, is like every single day that rent is due yeah. and you got to pay that. You got to make that hard decision and win every single day. It's like a complete reset, you know. Uh, and that's the thing that I thought about um, a couple of weeks ago. I posted about on my story is the thing with Strava, right? Like I can look at a week's worth of running mileage and, you know, come Sunday, I look at it. And I'm like, damn, you know, 40 miles or 50 miles. Really cool. Proud of that. But then Monday hits zero, back to zero, back well, to the start. It's point. just, I mean, I really like the lyrics of the song, and I think it has a different meaning. But you know, Pantera's "Yesterday Don't Mean Shit" because yeah. tomorrow's the day you have to face. It's yeah. exactly it. You know, yesterday's accomplishments yeah. ain't shit. It's a new day. It's day one. Yeah, and that can work for positive stuff and negative. You can yeah. just like you know, maybe you crushed yesterday, but it's in the past. You know. Yeah. And uh, all you have to do is focus on, like, what you're doing today. And same deal with shit goes wrong. It's like it's in the past. It's already done. It's part of history. I think on. it's, you know, and, yes, it goes along with the mental toughness and strengths that it's built or helping build within me. But, you know, I've jumped into, like, let's say, for example, this Airbnb thing. Do I have the money? Do I have the – do I have everything figured out for it? Fuck no. 
I'm I've stretched myself even further thin than what I probably ever thought, which I knew that going in. It's not like I'm like, oh shit, I gotta do all these renovations to the house. I knew that going in. But I think stuff like the biking, the transformation thing that I've done, it's helped build a confidence in me knowing you know, just like I said, going out on the bike. you can follow through with something. Well, yes. The, I go out there. It's all on me. Nobody – I could I could have said I went for that ride, or mm-hmm. I could have I could have fucking quit or turned around or just moseyed around mm-hmm. and, you know, said, oh, I did it, you know. But nobody knows. It's it's mm-hmm. all on me, you know, and I guess that's I guess that's the, the, the main part about this is what I'm talking about. It's all on me. Nobody's out there cheering yeah. me on. Nobody's out there saying, oh, go do it. I mean, yes, Ronnie's telling me some structure, but – I got to do the work. Mm-hmm. It's all on me. And I think that's what's helped me with other decisions in my life, jumping headfirst and shit, not truly knowing what I'm doing, but knowing that it's all on me. And I've, I've been able to make it happen with the biking. Mm-hmm. That can translate over into other things. It's, yeah. you know, how headstrong like are you? It builds up, for me at least, so much self-confidence that it's like if I say something, I'm going to do it because every goal I've set in the past, I backed it up. And follow through with it. And I think when you can consistently prove, not to just other people, but prove to yourself that you will follow through with hard shit and get the stuff done, then you know you'll be able to overcome, you know, the the shit that happens in life Mm -hmm. and and the problems that occur because they will occur. Um, And so when you do jump into things that you're unfamiliar with, owning the gym, doing a property, coming out with a new product things that are scary that you don't know what the fuck you're doing you're like well i'm going to do it i'll figure it out as shit pops up just like it will in a run or you know when you're cycling your ankle starts hurting you you know shit pops up you just address it and keep moving forward though you know and it's because you've done that shit and like made it happen regardless of the situation you you've built the confidence to know that you can you're gonna make it happen. When if it shit sounds, does pop up. it sounds like you know a little bit like rah rah hardcore. But think of it in like the inverse terms. If you were someone that has always just you know looked at your clock and pulled the covers back over yourself, or skipped a workout and just decided Which to stay home that. and I, watch I'm not Netflix. gonna admit that I haven't done. Yeah, that. yeah. But if that's the constant decision that you're making yeah. though, is to to just slack off and give up on yourself and not follow through with anything and. You know, you've been saying you're going to quit your job one day and you never fucking do it. Then you're just going to, you know, continue to be that person. And and think of think of your mindset and how you view yourself. if You can never fall through with something. And then now, again, flip that back and you constantly are making the decision to better yourself. And you never let shit bother you. That is uncomfortable. That is a struggle. Then you have supreme confidence in yourself that hey I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking do this. Yeah. You don't think for a second about it, you know. And I see people, you know, they don't even give it a chance. Like they'll say no. And this I made a post about it the other day, and you no, know, being smart about saying yes to things. But you know, a lot of people say no or they they don't even try. They fold when there's a little bit of pressure. And you know whether it's a pressure to you know make that move to quit the job or you know take that risk jump into that opportunity saying yes and just knowing that you'll figure out a way because let's say for example you know i'm not going to put anybody out there but people that are going to quit their jobs because of the mandates or whatever it's like Mm -hmm. you can always find a job you can always you the worst case scenario is you you die yeah which isn't going to happen you're not gonna let that happen so like you're going to figure out a way to make it happen yeah not to be like sink or swim but it is kind of that like you either fold and you stay where you are and be unhappy or you figure out a way to make it happen. And it's easier said than done, but you just got to take that initial leap and you just learn mm-hmm. whether it's a slap in the face or when, you know, mm-hmm. you'll learn from it and be like, oh shit, well, I know what to do not next time or I know what to do in the future. And you just figure it out. Like, I don't, it's, it's so much simpler once you actually get a little uncomfortable, like your, your way of thinking, and I still haven't figured it out a hundred percent, but Things have gotten a lot simpler and a lot less anxiety. Well, that's what I'm saying, man. The more, at least for me, I've noticed, the more you make that hard decision, the easier it gets. I think that's what we were talking about in the Invisible podcast from last week. Oh, yeah. Was that just the more you make that tough decision, it just becomes who you are and your attitude towards things. So, you know, I th- here's here's what we were talking about last week. That was, I feel like, a good... Uh, moment I had was basically explaining like 
you want to choose those decisions and so like getting up 4 a.m. every you know every morning when I don't have to right just to be here and get to work that seems like such a struggle you know for a while but at some point and I feel like at this point that's my normal and because I've done it for so long I've made the hard uncomfortable choice over and over and over that's my new normal so that anything else comes up if I have to get up at 3 a.m. if I have a crazy busy day that is what starts to slowly like maybe overwhelm me a little bit or that's that's the the difficult part of my day Mm -hmm. but if you never kind of harden yourself to make that like your your normal to make hard decisions and you know making sure you're always getting your workouts done you're always dieting if that's not your normal then sure being consistent for five days is going to feel impossible you have to build that base first before you can stack things up and uh layer levels of discipline that yeah. makes sense you know i'm so glad that like the way my schedule falls that i have to do these rides on the weekend because i can see how the nine to five people not to say you know they're people that have Exempt. normal jobs yeah. but like when the weekend comes it's so easy to just let loose and not hold a standard mm-hmm. oh fuck it i can sleep in a little hold bit. a structure I yeah can, i can you know your structure kind of falls mm-hmm. off and then come monday it's hard to get back into that shit again mm-hmm. but Fortunately, me having obligations on the weekend, whether it is work on the property or, you know, obviously ride the bike, that's definitely helped every day having something Mm -hmm. type of structure put into it to where it's like, all right, these are the non-negotiables that I'm, I got to do something today. Yeah. So it just makes decisions clear and just like conscious, you know? Yeah. You got to cut out the options basically, you know? Because I think if your weekend is so different... If you have to question it, it's probably... Yeah. I, I don't know how to word this, but if you have to question it, you probably... It's probably... Sh- you should do it. You know? Yeah. I guess that's what I should say is if you have to question yeah. it, you should probably do it. I just feel like if you're working towards the weekend and you completely change your schedule, then you just won't be in it i feel like for the long haul you know you're just kind of working till that till that break you're kind of waiting for a break versus i get the the con is you're constantly on right stress is building up you just work 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 through the weekend it builds right into the next week but i think if you can do that long enough not only do you get a little bit numb to it but ideally it it's not work overload but you can almost when you do take a day off or something when you actually need it it's not as bad i'll put it to you this way it's like if you have scheduled cheat meals right you're like oh it's friday fucking having tacos casa grande right something like that but your body doesn't really need it then you're it's just an extra day you're throwing away but instead, if maybe you go three weeks strong, right, and you're just crushing your food, you're hitting new lows, whatever, but then you're like, you know, I feel like I'm a little bit tired of my workouts. I could use a refeed. Then you have the refeed. That was worth it. It has value, and that way you're refreshed to get yeah. back into it. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does, but most people don't have that discipline to, like, the, their mind would be like, oh, you need it, though. You do. Need, you deserve it. You need it. But, like, and even I would have to fight that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if I knew that the cheat meal was there. So do you I'm, think – um. I don't even know how to put this. Do you think that some people are just lost causes or that there's some people... I th- I think this. I think some people are lost causes. I think some people have it out the gate. I think the majority, maybe the 80% of people, are right in that gray area to where they have everything pulling at them. They're, something's pulling at them to be disciplined. Something's pulling at them to just relax, to take it easy on themselves, to just be a passenger of life. And, you know... Hopefully things like like this podcast, hopefully things like Andy Purcell's podcast, shit that's yeah. way more popular, can can steer them to the right direction. You know, add some some level of discipline. They're like they don't have to be fucking seventy five hard for life. You know, but to just pull something out of it, just to exercise every day, just yeah. to eat a little bit cleaner. You know, I I I could say there's probably some people that are so lost on being a victim of like that's it's everybody saying. else's problems that I'm not doing something. Or able to do anything. And they get pissed off at people like us that are just doing yeah. doing better. Yeah. You know? And don't don't get it twisted that we have to fight our own demons or we have had to have fight our own demons yeah. to get things started like this or get discipline and consistency yeah. and still do on a regular regular basis. 
of the yes or no discipline. You know, yes, are you going to do the right thing? Or no, I'm going to sit back and chill. But I think some people just don't, I don't know what it is. I guess they haven't, they, they haven't looked almost like an out, outer body experience for me. I see it. It doesn't happen every day, but most of the time when I'm starting to feel down on myself or I feel like I'm being hard on myself, I take almost like I have an outer body experience. And what I've said before is like, what would a person do that wants to be better? Mm-hmm. I question myself on the inside. Usually I'm like, all right, what kind of decision would they make if they want, if they want to be a high achiever, they want, they want to crush some goals. They want to just be a better person, human being. Mm-hmm mentally physically then i'm like all right well i guess that decision's made i just don't want to be the guy that didn't meet his potential due to purely lack of effort if it was you know bad luck shit happens whatever outside influences then you know so be it but if if the reason i wasn't as successful as i could just because i was being lazy that terrifies me, you know? I feel like that's what, what drives me to, like, reflect and evaluate what I'm doing. Yeah. And so when I look at a situation similar to you, but from the point of view of, like, hey, I can either do this and know I'm giving my full effort every fucking day to life, or I'm fucking slacking off, and I might regret that, you know? I'm not giving it 100. Also, Why am I half-assing? People, and this is me... F- from experience myself just not being happy with your enough with yourself to make a change to want to change you yeah know? That is a i don't thing. think people i don't know whether you have to hit rock bottom for everybody or what but you just have to have that outer body experience to look at yourself and be like dude who the fuck are you like i feel like you just gotta get shit on enough sometimes some people i feel like i got shit on enough in middle school and into high school where i had enough and, and you know it wasn't like i was fucking like hammered and bullied right i wasn't the kid getting like kicked in or something like that but you know you have enough failures or you know d- disappointing experiences or embarrassments that you're just like I don't, i'm not i don't want to be that guy anymore you know and it just fires you to just make a decision to just be better you know yeah i guess yeah yeah some you definitely need some outside pressure everyone just comes at it from different angles though and i feel like uh, I feel like almost people want to remove demons or bad experiences from their life and block them out. And I've talked about it before on the podcast, and everyone comes at it different angles, but I mean, I'm definitely like the negative motive kind of guy to where, you know, I told Maddie uh, yesterday, two days ago, I was like, funny side goal of life I have is I want a Wikipedia page because then you know you're fucking important or you've done some shit, mm-hmm. right? And I was like, and I want to be on that alumni page of my high school, you know, Wikipedia. <laughs> and uh, she was like, why do you even care, like, you know, what what people will, will like, see from, like, high school? I, was like, I don't really care about them, but I was like, but I want them to know I'm some fucking shit, <laughs> you know? And, I was, and, you know, they were fucking stupid for, like, ignoring me or whatever. And uh, it's just that, like, forever chip on my shoulder. Like, it's half serious, half joking. Yeah. But it's just one of those things to where, uh, you know, I, I've thought about it in the past is, I think if I could go back in time, there's, you know, numerous experiences, right, that we've all had that we're like, damn, you know, I should have should have said this to this girl or I should have done this in this situation, whatever it is. But I think even if I could go back, I'd almost just leave things how they are because they've made me, you know, the person I am today. And they I feel like they fuel a lot of the fire. It's like you can't take all the wood out of the fire, you know, yeah, because you want to keep the wood clean. You know, you got to let got to let that shit burn for right? sure. For sure. So. Yeah. I don't... I think for me, when I think back of, like, what drives me sometimes, I think it's me not knowing 100%, but I, I could maybe relate it back to my rec and, like, maybe that time frame. Because in high school, I, I had plenty of friends. Mm-hmm. was the party guy. I used to throw the parties and shit like that. So, like, I was typically okay. I wouldn't say I was, like, the most popular, but yeah. whatever. Um, so high school wasn't a bad thing. Grades suck. I will say that. So fuck, f- fuck you, teachers. But uh, <laughs> um, I definitely have no, plenty of, of teachers cool. that. Of cool. I used to just like school was a breeze for me. Like I would get A's and B's. I feel like without really like trying. But I did have like teachers that I just know for a fact they thought I was just gonna be a fucking low life. You know, just. 
just get through life kind of guy. Yeah, my know? science teacher and math teacher definitely probably thought that. They they probably cringed every time I walked into class. Yeah. They were like, this <laughs> fucking kid, man. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, but, you know, knowing – some days I'll look back and I'll use it as fuel too, but, like, knowing that, you know, I, I get a second chance. Like, mm-hmm. I'm able-bodied <coughs> still. Oh, so fuck. I'm like, it's Ableist. Like, I'm able to, like, still push my body the way I do. I might as well yeah. maximize it. I might as well, you know, not set an example because I'm not doing it for anybody but myself. But, like, I, I don't know how to explain it. But I just know that I'm I'm grateful to be able to still be here. Mm-hmm. So I need to make sure that I'm giving it what I can and not be just a piss poor, getting dragged through the motions, holding onto yeah. a coattail, just getting dragged behind, <laughs> you know, like hoping that something happens. Yeah. I've I, done that for a long time. I feel enough. like it's just, yeah, using all your motives that you have, like, for you. So some of it, you know, might be negative for me, but then I also have, like, a lot of things like you. I, I look at myself and I'm like, I'm blessed to have these two legs yeah. and be able to run, you know. I'm blessed to just have have this healthy body. I mean, as silly as it is, some people have, like, peanut allergies, right? Yeah. I don't have allergies. I can eat the fuck out of peanuts and be fine. That's still a blessing, right? You know, there's some, you know, some people have different obstacles that they aren't even, like, setting on themselves. It's not just the lazy excuse. It's, like, yeah. actual things, right? And so to be the guy that doesn't want to maximize his life when you're given some of these blessings, these privileges, whatever, it's just wasteful, you know? Yeah. One line that sticks with me, and I heard it not too long ago, so it's still fresh, and I, I try and think about it as often as I can, especially when it comes to decisions about yes or no towards the right things. And it's fuck around right the pussy. Fuck around right the pussy. <laughs> yeah. It's a life motto. Yeah. Get the tattoo next week. Got it yeah. lined up. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> mom's proud. Yeah. But um, is you're only as good as your example you lead by. So, like, you're as only yeah. as good as the examples you lead by, just meaning, you know, if you're making the bad decisions, you are what you are. You're, like, almost like you are what you eat type thing. It's Yeah. If you make those bad decisions, expect to not probably light yourself or feel confident, you yeah. know. Not that you have to lead by example, but you just, if you want to, you just got to think about what the person would do that you want to be. And that's when the it's like, all right, well, I guess I'm taking this route. I'm not going to just be the same old, same old. I don't, I don't know, man. I, it's hard for me to explain it because I have my own, like, internal things that I think about. I've just got to not be happy with yourself, first off, the same old way. Same old Austin. Fuck that guy. And then you also want to, I don't know, just be the best you can. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. That's, that's so cliche, but, you know, I'm, I'm lost of words. I'm a very simple man. I don't know. <laughs> guy, I don't know yeah. a lot of big words. Yeah, but. <laughs> that's right. I think we, I think we've lit a fire in people. Now. I hope so. They've already turned off the podcast. They're already out there crushing, crushing some pavement. Yeah, getting after it, lifting some. Weight. <coughs> I hope so. Other news. What's up with all these bodybuilders dying this year, man? You see Sean Roden die? Yeah, I did see that. Fucking wild. Yeah, and it makes me skeptical. <coughs> um. Whether, you know, I don't know if he was traveling internationally, so I don't know if he got the vaccine or not. Because that, I mean, some of it's known. Even yeah, the, some it, people have not, had I issues. I mean, Johnson yeah. & Johnson is definitely known to get the blood clots, but, like, Because he knows? had a heart attack, right? Yeah, which can happen from a blood, from blood clot. blood clot, yeah. It could be clo- uh, cholesterol or a blood clot, some sort. Um, but dude was 300 pounds. You know, so that's a lot of blood to need your... Your heart has to fucking just force through 300 pounds of lean mass. He was a big dude. Some of his latest pictures, dude, was fucking massive still. I mean, I just don't... So, for the longest time, I feel like bodybuilder deaths were pretty rare. Yeah. And even in recent years where they're, you know, pumping more gear and things like that, they've still been rare, you know? But recently, you know, granted, you know, Luke Sandoz was, you know, a suicide... You know, we've had a number of deaths. Dallas McCarver, Rich Piana, you know, years ago. Uh, you know, now Sean Roden, John Meadows. I feel like there's one the other more. Cat from oh, De- not Dexter. Um, I don't remember his name, but uh, was it Cedric? No, 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 not Cedric. Um, I forget his name. Oh, uh, he's like thirty. George Peterson. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Da Bull. Yeah. But uh, 
Yeah, crazy, man. It's and weird. It, it's weird because, you know, with bodybuilding, most of the time it can easily be put towards diuretics, but Sean wasn't even close to competing. He hadn't competed in years. No. He was still a big, massive dude. I feel like he had a lot of potential that was unseen, too, because he won the Olympia. Mm-hmm. Then he got accusations of rape, which I don't know if those ever went to court or what went up I with saw them. a video that they were about to be settled before the end of the year. Like, oh, okay. So, like, he was – like, he had – Settled as in he was planning on competing. He had like shows lined up, so settled in a That's good way. That's what I thought. Like yeah. it, like claims were, I guess, disposed dismissed of or, or ever, dismissed, yeah. whatever. Yeah, which is fucked. It is fucked. And who knows that that type of stress can just cause you know sure. bad things to happen within your body. I'm sure. Yeah. But I mean, you know, so he wins the Olympia, then he can't compete over the past few years because mm-hmm. of that, and uh, you just wonder, you know. Not that you know, he was going to be some icon, but it's just, you know, it's interesting. You know, it's it's sad to see that. Or even like Dallas McCarver, right? a lot of potential upcoming yeah. young guy. You never really got to see him. Same with Luke Sando. You know, you didn't really get to see him, uh, you know, see out his full potential and things like that. It's just crazy, man. You you know, young being younger, even obviously what got me into my wreck was me thinking I was invincible. It never happened to me, drinking and driving or just being, you know, what, what could ever come from a young guy just mm-hmm. having a little fun, you know? The next thing you know, you know, you're flipped over in your car, passed out drunk, and, you know, it can happen to anybody. Pants run on your ankles. Yeah, yeah. You, I mean, you don't <laughs> have to be drunk. You can just happen yeah. on the ride home today. Yeah. You know, yeah. your time is For never sure. promised, which is crazy. So that's another reason just to be all in on what you can do what today, you know, or right now. Making that, de- making that right decision, you know, with even the smallest minute things, you know, because that only snowballs and compounds. But, yeah, it's crazy with the bodybuilding. I wouldn't even know where to start. I mean, obviously, everybody speculates a heart attack, or at least that's what it's assumed of now. But who knows if it is drug-related. Or, you know, also, let's take into consideration, like, especially, like, with wrestlers, a lot of them, yes, some of them were juicing, but they were also taking hardcore party drugs, cocaine, heroin, whatever. I'm sure you're mixing all that shit together. It only, Mm -hmm. you know, it only amplifies. So who knows what else... He might have been taking, or you know what I wonder. I wonder what, the, what the resting heart rate is for some of these guys. You know, and you never know, man. Because he, oh, Cali Muscle, he just had a heart attack. Damn, really? Yeah, yesterday. Oh shit. Yeah, he didn't die though. Hundred uh, percent blockage, and it's Damn. like, and he, yeah, look it up. He just posted a YouTube video. Uh, and he said in the video, he's in the hospital bed talking. He's like, yeah, I've been dealing with this ankle swelling since I was like twenty. You know, he's like, the doctors always said it was probably something to do with my heart and congestive or like heart failure. But he's like, I just brush it off, man. I'm, I'm a, he's like, I'm a typical dude. So he's like, I've probably been dealing with it for about 15 years. And he's like, yeah, just woke up in the middle of the night, chest pains. 100%, yeah, clogged. 100% blocked. Yeah, so I mean, and plus, if you ever watch Cali Muscle, this motherfucker's crushing McDonald's every day. Like, his real name's Chuck Kirkendall? Yeah. Oh. I think it was Cali Muscle. That's a bad name. <laughs> Chuck Kirkendall. Hey, Chuck. No wonder he goes by Cali Muscle. I don't know. Chuck kind of fucks. The name. Chuck. Um, Chuck. What up, Chuck? But anyways, uh, yeah, I mean, I know he didn't have a great dietary lifestyle, Cali. So, I mean, I'm sure that plus genetics, maybe some family history, but and drug use because he, he admitted, you know, back oh, in his natty. body. Back in his bodybuilding days, he was taking plenty of drugs and whatnot. He did mention on the video, finally admitted, I guess, but he says he isn't taking much now. But dude, still pretty crazy. You know who I don't think ever will die? Who? Mike O'Hearn. Oh, no. That motherfucker's younger than me. Yeah. That that dude's younger than me. I think I just saw he was like 52 or 54 years old. He's beautiful. That's a beautiful man right there. Beautiful. Great skin. (laughs) Great look. His son's fucking huge for his age. He's just lanky. I think he's from, uh, what's that, Krypton? Where, where the fuck is Superman from? Oh, yeah, planet. yeah, Planet Krypton, I yeah, think. Whatever yeah, whatever the fuck. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's from a different planet for sure. Yeah. And his wife's Jack, too. Yeah. Yeah. Something in the water out there, man. Yeah, there. He's he found the fountain of youth. That's what he found. But, yeah, I don't know, man. It's scary because there's so many young people that, obviously, we probably know and on social media that are probably taking, you know, just living like they're invincible. 100%, yeah. Which I like to think that, you know, I take care of myself. I push my body to the limit, so it's only going to get stronger. But, like, you just never know what could happen. Yeah. And, you know, especially when you start throwing drugs into the equation, it's like, 
where you're getting them from, what is actually in the drugs, you know, how is it affecting your body compared yeah. to somebody else? Not everybody's body reacts the same. So less is better, kids, and uh, do your research. Yeah. Do you have other topics you had in mind, or was it just the marathon? Uh, just the marathon, really, and uh, I guess we kind of hit on it a little bit, but because after I posted that yesterday, or whenever I posted my last post about saying yes to shit, um, just explaining, because I had a, a talk yesterday with Justin Peck. Uh, he came in the mm-hmm. office and was like, yeah, talking about how he's been. He said, sit down, son. Well, I'll no, tell you a I mean, <laughs> he's just been talking about what, how he's, what he's been busy doing, working yeah, on a yeah. farm. I and talked shit to him before, yeah, yeah about that. Yeah. And he's, he was just bartending before that. I was like, dude, so like, what do you really want to do? He's yeah, like, what I do don't know, like, go back to school. I was like, what if. You know, if I told you right now, if you had to wake up tomorrow and, like, what the fuck would you want to do? Not what would you do for money. Like, I think the question I've heard before is, like, if you had all the money in the world, what would you want to do, you yeah. know, and then go do that? Which is still a hard question. Oh, yeah. Don't get no, it twisted. Like, no. I still wouldn't know what the fuck I want to do. And it's okay to not know, but what I've always said is you just have to do something. Yes. You have to try something. Sign up for a club. Try a sport. And that's something. what my post was pretty much about: was saying yes. To yeah, and that's any a great. That's great advice. Just say yes. And if you end up not liking it, you can always say no eventually, and just be like, "Hey, I'm I'm done with it. I and, tried and it." Listen, no means no. Yeah. Well, we respect. It, it's that. fucked up. There's a fucked up sign at my work that I used place of work <laughs> that I used to work at. It was a sales it sales no phone. Means, yeah. It said no, <laughs> no means maybe right. No, it said no. Is it delayed yes. Delayed yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like that is pretty fucked, fucked up. <laughs> yeah, but I, but d- I doubt that. I was on the sales phone now. call. It said no yeah. is a delayed yes in the, like a post-it stamp. I was like, nice, nice. That's what I thought too. That's yeah, I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, because nothing that I do, I feel like is concrete. Yes, I do. I want to pursue things long term. All my things that I'm doing is for with the long term gain or betterment of myself. With whether it's gym flow and creating my own future, creating futures, hopefully for other people to be able to be more opportunities down the road to create something big. But like I said, for example, with the Airbnb thing, did I ever think I'd get into that? Yes, I've thought about it. I've watched videos, Uncle G talking about property and yeah. shit like that. I was like, fuck, I can't do that, though. And then the opportunity <laughs> came up. I immediately just said, fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. What's the worst can happen? I can die. That's the worst that can happen. But you can always find a shitty job to to make up bills or yeah. to make it happen. I've, you know, it's just who knows what this door of just taking this this property or this biking, mm-hmm. who I might meet. I met Ronnie. You yeah. know, uh, who yeah. else I might meet from maybe going to do a competition that might open another door for yeah. something else. It just all branches off, man. I'm telling you, man. Thinking simpler yeah. like that. I can't imagine. I feel like if you said no, it would never happen. Though. Yeah, if I never really took running seriously, I'm sure I'd just be doing the same old shit. You yeah. know. Yeah, it opened. The world is your oyster. It yeah. is. Yeah, and it's just crazy how so many people can just be like, "Nah," or "No, I'm I'm tired. I'm I don't feel like doing. I don't feel like doing that. I don't feel like doing much of anything either." But like, I want to get better, and the only way yeah. you're gonna be able to do that is by saying, "Yeah." Yeah. And toughening the fuck up. And well, you get the ashiest fucking hands, dude. Knees, hands. I mean, you gotta. I don't have to get you some gold bond. You know. It's my Nigerian. That's what I think it is, you know, but... Damn, son. All right. Aren't you? Fuck you. Aren't you, dude? <laughs> Fuck you, dude. Can you verify? Yeah, I'm 23 yeah. of me. Yeah. No, I, no, I don't mean that. Oh, no. Oh, I, mean, I pull my pants down. <laughs> no, no. No, you keep your third leg to yourself. Yeah. I'm talking about, can you verify how ashy you are? Like by showing the camera? No, no, just oh, I'm ashy as fuck. Yeah, just I wanted you to. I'm embarrassed, yeah. kind of, by my knees. I saw you them. always notice them in the office, yeah, and you're like, oh shit, those are white. Man. <laughs> I don't know why. It's almost like you took <laughs> them and you went skating and just skid marked on. I don't like, know the if pavement. it's rough ass turf here, but they've kind of always been ashy like that. Yeah, but I do get on my knees a lot out there. Uh, yeah, and back here. <laughs> <laughs> shit, yeah. man. Hey, customer's always right. <laughs> Every customer is always satisfied here. Yeah. We, I deliver. We go above and beyond. I deliver happiness back here. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> yeah. that's what I deliver. Happy endings. But uh, oh, little update, little cherry on top to maybe polish this off is we did finally sample the last pump sample, and I was right. Brock was right. <laughs> yeah. I'll give him credit. It was definitely much better this time. Yeah. And again, I think he forced. He's like playing mind games. He's I like, told, it's good. I told Corbin, I was like. All right, now now put in the real shit. Now. Yeah, 
<laughs> well, I feel like the whole time you're like, yeah, it's good. <laughs> it's good. And like even when we're talking, Nod it's your like, head. yeah, psychology, just, yeah. I, whatever those affirmations are, it's just like. Honestly, <clears throat> it kind of tastes like this. <laughs> Shit. For real? Let me smell it. If you think about the smell and when you like kinda drink does. it, I feel like the citrus p- bit of it, you know? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. But I, I sampled it Saturday. Okay. I did a little scoopy scoop. Yeah. Nice. And uh, A, pumped as fuck. What'd you train? Chest and back. Nice. Yeah. So it's good. Uh, even like doing chest, my forearms were just big big and veiny and girthy. Nice. And uh, but no, and fla- flavor is killer, man. It's good. good. It's good. Uh, I feel like you naturally have like a smidge of graininess just because of pump, <coughs> pump ingredients, but... You know, it's it's definitely like a refreshing, good taste. Like, I think the worst thing about a, fl- a, sa- a supplement's flavor can be like a weird aftertaste. You yeah. know, and none of the products overcome all or nothing have that. I you think know? we've been fortunate to have great manufacturing first off, but then able to have great flavoring systems that cover it a hundred percent. You know, because some of the ingredients we try raw, like that Vaso Six, oh. dog shit. But somehow, I mean, we haven't used it in any products, but somehow they can cover shit. Supposedly, that's yeah. as rough as that. So I can only imagine what most of this shit actually tastes like. That stuff flavoring. will fuck you yeah. up. But with that being said, things are in the works. Yeah, so things are in the works. Very excited for that, guys. And uh, save your Christmas money. Yeah, make sure Tuck you save Gam Gam's money. Yeah, so you can get a couple tubs. Yeah, Grandma, <laughs> Jim Floyd just dropped their new product. Yeah, I'm but need uh, some money. I guess that's it, man. That's it. Yeah, yeah. I actually got a call today, just telling me the same. Due date with our machines at Iron Bill. When is that? So the sixth. They should be done building them on the sixth of December. Yeah, that's gonna be nice. So we're, I guess a month away. Yeah. You know, I don't. Really, I don't even want to get excited about it. You know. No. But uh, it will be exciting when they're here. But I, it's yeah. one of those I believe when I see it. But it will. I'm be, excited. It will be very nice. I'm excited for a couple of them. Well, I'm excited I don't for think. All of them. I don't think we've got. I, I am excited for all of them. I don't <clears> think we've gotten three machines at once since we opened. Yeah. You know, so and it will new. be, yeah, and brand new. So it should be like probably the coolest one moment like equipment purchase since we've opened. Yeah. But again, I don't know. It's like I feel like it's been dragged out so long. My excitement level, I need to like contain it, you know. <laughs> but shit, shit happens. Man. Yeah, it does. It does. Yeah, shit happens. Anyways, guys, hope you all are out there getting it done, moving Hopefully it forward. Hopefully, you got something out of this. Yep. Out of Please share the show. Yeah, share the show. We'd like to talk to your friends. Yeah. Get them fired up too. Yeah. Grandma, grandpa, mom, dad, tell them about it. Yeah. And we'll see you all next Monday. Follow us in the description below. We'll see you later. We're out. See you when you see.